Have you ever asked for something even though it was expensive or difficult to get, or you only really wanted it because it was popular at the moment? You begged, pleaded, and even bargained with your parents to get this gift, but they continually denied you for valid reasons. Finally, you were able to convince your older sibling to get it for you as long as you swore to always be their designated driver and personal chef. And when the day arrived and you tore off the wrapping paper, there sat your heart's desire. Excitedly, you begin playing with your new gadget, but before long, the deal you struck was activated. Day and night, you would make your sibling sandwiches or grab them a can of Coke or pick them up at 2 a.m. from the bar. It was exhausting and you resented your sibling and the toy because of this. After a few weeks of this pact, you decided you didn't want the toy anymore. You checked the receipt and asked your sibling to get a refund, voiding your half of the bargain as well. They smiled, agreeing, but saying they earned the privilege to use your services until the money hit their bank account again. You only had to hold out for another seven to 10 business days. You learned your lesson though. Sometimes, even if you want something bad enough, it doesn't mean it is worth the price you pay. Good evening and welcome to Small Town Shadows. I am your host, Victoria, and I am here to weave you a tale that is sure to send shivers down your spine. As always, the following account is based on real events. However, the names and locations have been changed to protect the privacy of those involved. Please keep in mind that these narratives are not for the faint of heart and may frighten or disturb you. But now, before you get too comfortable, you should go turn off your lights. It's time to relax, clear your mind, and sip some tea as I take you to the small town of Kovrov, Russia. Renata checked her wristwatch as she raced down the street towards the bus that was inching its way back into traffic. She began waving her left arm in the air, trying to get the bus driver's attention while clutching onto her bag as tightly as she could in her other hand. Wait! Please wait! She was yelling, doing everything she could to will the bus to a stop, but it was no use. The bus driver either didn't see her or chose not to accommodate her request. Renata came to a jogging halt at the bus stop, out of breath, frustrated, and stressed over how late she was going to be to rehearsal. Boris was going to have her head for this. He keeps threatening to expel her from his orchestra if she continues to be late, and one of these times he's bound to live up to his promise. Minutes passed by, and Renata tapped her foot impatiently against the concrete pavement, checking her watch every few milliseconds in hopes that that would speed up time. But like clockwork, the 119 bus headed for Center City arrived at exactly 4.43 p.m., making Renata potentially only 13 minutes late to the auditorium. Assuming there would be no traffic 
and that she could run at top speed again. It was certainly a lot of ifs and assumptions, but that was pretty much how Renata lived her life. Center City, next stop, Fashion District. The robotic voice echoed throughout the bus. Renata, poised to jump off the bus, when the door opened, hit the ground running. If she could just get in the door before warm-ups began, maybe Boris wouldn't even notice her slip in. You're late again, Renata. That's the third time this month. Shush! Just sit down and try to catch up. Don't waste your breath with excuses. I don't want you to delay the rehearsal any longer. Boris spoke sternly, all the while continuing to conduct his ensemble without even looking at Renata as she shuffled to her seat, trying to catch her breath to apologize. Embarrassed, but grateful that he hadn't simply thrown her out, she put her head down and played her heart out, putting everything she was feeling into the notes. Renata was closing out her last check from the late night rush when a gentleman slid into a booth behind her. Could I have a mug of tea, perchance, milady? Renata jumped, startled, but recovered seamlessly and greeted the new customer. Of course, can I get you anything else, sir? After he declined, she quickly returned with his hot water and a tea bag. Cream, lemon, or honey? Again, the man declined, but before Renata stepped away, he tore open the bag of tea, spilling the dried leaves out into his mug. What are you doing? Renata asked rather rudely before she could stop herself. The man smiled, refusing to blink, as he poured the boiling water on top of the leaves. Would you like your fortune told? His voice was silky and warm. Um, sorry, uh, Renata stuttered, not expecting to have been asked this. Free of charge, of course. I'm simply bored, and I'd love the company. He smiled, gesturing for her to sit across from him in the booth. Renata glanced around the empty diner before deciding to join the man and take him up on his odd offer. Now be patient a moment while the wisps decipher your aura. He was stirring the water slowly, occasionally clinking the porcelain with his spoon. Interesting, he muttered, peering into the darkening water. You are a musician, a pianist, in fact. He spoke, declaring this information rather than asking. You have six brothers and sisters. You are the second oldest. You are angry at your best friend for moving away two years ago. And you've been late to orchestra rehearsal three times this month. Renata was shocked and a little concerned. She doesn't exactly believe in this sort of hocus-pocus, but everything he had said so far was right. How do you know all of this about me? She said cautiously. The fortune teller just smiled. Why, your past, present, and future are swimming and swirling about in here. He tilted the mug of tea towards Renata, as if showing her the boiling water would clear up all her confusion. You will be gifted an exquisite piano, and you will play it so enchantingly well that people will travel far and wide to listen, just as long as you practice on it day and night. 
and do not let your fingers weary though they may get sore. For the longer and harder you practice, the sooner you will achieve the inevitable. Renata was glued to every word. What is my inevitable? You will be world-renowned. Your name will grace headlines as the Siren of Russia, and your sweet fingers will be the catalyst. He then peered into the cup once more before drinking it down in one gulp. Interesting, he paused, tutted his tongue a few times, then spoke again. One last thing. Metallic. You will know you are fulfilling your destiny by the taste of metal on your tongue and by the color of the piano. The deeper the red, the greater the success. Renata sat there stunned. She could hardly refute these accusations, and she'd be fooling herself if she didn't secretly pray he was telling her the truth. When will I receive this piano? was the only question she felt was reasonable to ask. Alas, the leaves did not disclose this information, but I will tell you this. The auger paused, as if to collect his thoughts. If you ever have any troubles with the piano, whether it needs a tuning or a polish, do not be fooled into calling upon a common instrumentalist, but rather enlist my aid, for the piano is not of this world, and without proper superstition and care, you will lose it forever. You can tune a piano? How would I find you if I need your assistance? Renata was stumbling over her words. The idea of finding such a treasure and becoming distinguished in the industry clouded her mind. All her doubts seemed to melt away the more she envisioned herself in the spotlight. I will find you when you have need. And with that, he rose from the booth, threw down a couple of rubles, and left the diner. Renata, a special delivery seemed to arrive for you today, Boris announced before a rehearsal began. It's backstage. I couldn't wheel it out here by myself, but you can grab a few people to help you now. He motioned for a few of the other musicians to aid Renata in the back. Puzzled, Renata and the others made their way behind the thick, heavy curtains. And there, illuminated by a sourceless spotlight, sat a breathtaking Bosendorfer piano, crimson in color. On it perched a small note with scribbled writing. To my dearest Renata, play with all your heart and soul, love and adoration your secret admirer. Renata was light-headed and euphoric. She had prayed every night for the past week that what the fortune teller predicted would in fact come true. And now, standing before her, was her inevitable. She quickly settled into her seat, readied her sheet music, and daintily placed each finger upon their ivory counterparts. Boris gave the motion to start playing, and just like that, Renata's talent was fuel to the magnificent instrument before her. It wasn't until exhaustion overtook the other members of the orchestra that Renata took her fingers off the keys. Bravo, Renata, 
Tonight's rehearsal was by far your best yet. How do you feel? Boris came up behind Renata, placing a congratulatory hand on her shoulder. I feel delirious. I've never been gifted anything in my life, let alone something so beautiful. I'm going to practice every day, every free chance that I have. I will make sure that my secret admirer is proud. Renata was massaging her fingers, trying to alleviate their soreness. I'm going to stay a little longer tonight and continue to practice if that's okay. I really need to live up to my full potential and earn my inevitable. Boris cocked an eyebrow. I'm sure if you practice as much as you say you will, that you are sure to achieve notoriety. And the more you practice, the less your fingers will suffer in the long run. They just need to get used to the new keys and the intensity in which you played tonight. I'm very proud of you. Just be sure to turn off the lights here when you leave. And with that, Boris left Renata and her red piano alone in the auditorium. As Renata gathered her meager belongings and headed out the door, she glanced back once more at her new prized possession, and she couldn't help but smile. She was sure that it was just a little bit redder now than it was seven hours ago. This episode of Small Town Shadows is brought to you by Deerling Blends. There is simply nothing better than cozying up to watch your favorite TV show while sipping on a delicious, piping hot cup of tea. And what could be better than an all-organic, sustainable tea brand that gives back to charity with every purchase? There's nothing not to love about Deerling Blends. Check out their website for old favorites and fun new teas. And now back to Russia. I'd love to hear who you think gifted Renata the beautiful red piano, and what do you predict will happen to her next week on Small Town Shadows? Tell me your thoughts, theories, and experiences in the comments section below, and be sure to subscribe so that you can be properly spooked every Friday night. And on that note, sleep tight. And don't forget to check under your bed for any lurking guests. <laughs>